My Journey with Cancer. I've discovered a golden truth that from the start I was in your heart. A revelation that changed my world that from round one I am God's son. To be sure, in my mind, just who I am brings such peace, such joy. In my heart, in my soul, this means everything. I'm a man on a mission, I'm God's envoy. For now I know His word is true. cancer sufferer. I'm a human being with cancer. It's my belief that God has called me to be frank and open about my cancer and my journey, whether it be long or short, to tell the world what it's like to have cancer and to walk that journey and to share with anyone who will listen what God can do so that you can see what cancer treatment is like. For many of us, it's a mystery and it's a frightening thing, but it isn't. It doesn't have to be. And if you listen to my journey, it might give you hope in yours. Pops, yeah, we'd love to come on the journey with you. Amen. I went back to see my doctor and he said, no, 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 you didn't have a chest infection. I said, I know, but strange thing happened, Doc. When I was on the antibiotics, I'd been having a bit of trouble going to the loo quite frequently. Sort of one coffee in, one coffee out, almost straight away. And he said, yeah. And I said, well, got better on the antibiotics, slightly. He said, have you still got it? He said, yeah. He said, let's check you for a bladder infection. So they took a sample. I went home, went back to work. Next morning, got a phone call from the receptionist at the uh, GP surgery. And she said, Dr. Pieri, who is the doctor I saw, is on holiday for a week. He has said that you have to come in and see a doctor. So I said, oh, I'll wait till he comes back. She said, no, you won't. You'll come in this week. She's a lovely lady, but she can be forceful. Okay. And she said, you are booking for a doctor this week. So I booked in to see one of the uh, other GPs went to see him and he said can you do me a urine sample i said yes and as i took it back into the room he said well i can see there's blood in there (sighs) and he put me down for an urgent referral to doncaster royal infirmary and as i went out he said i cannot rule out cancer and how did you feel when you heard those words i have to say that even as a christian when someone says to you you may have cancer if you've any emotion at all it hits you hard the bottom drops out of your world Um, for me believing in healing and believing that i have a god who can do anything it brings all kinds of questions and the first one is why me and it's a very long road to move from why me to what now and it's very hard to move on that journey because at first you feel it's unfair i have in all my life tried to serve god as best i could i've made a lot of mistakes 
I've That's got a lot of things it. wrong. But essentially, my heart has been for God. And you read all the positive scriptures and you think to yourself, why don't they apply to me? And well-meaning Christians remind you that all things work together for good to those that love the Lord. Uh. Is it Roy Dunning, when having this silence, says, you know, sometimes you want to ask the question, why can't it be somebody else's? All things. Why can't God get his glory somewhere else? Why does it have to be me? And that's how I felt. I said to Chris, the world has just become grey. All the colour went out of my life. All the hopes, all the dreams died. I don't doubt that for a second. So I walked in to see my doctor. He's, he's very thorough, and I thank him for that. He always makes sure that when I go to the hospital, they can look at my records and they can see that the week before I already had my liver checked, my kidneys checked. But one test that he did put in was the PSA test. PSA being? Prostate-specific antigen. This is something in your blood that normally has a value of zero. It's not there. But if you have an enlarged prostate, it is there. And... It is the first pointer to the fact that you may have prostate cancer. And what happened next? The results of that were that the PSA was raised. Not massively, but it was raised. And so he referred me urgently to the hospital. And I was seen within two weeks. And uh, I went to Doncaster Royal Infirmary and had a cystoscopy. That's where they pass a camera into your bladder and have a look round. They also did a finger examination, which most men fear. We all kind of scrunch our eyes up at the thought of it and we feel embarrassed at the idea of it because the doctor has to, with a gloved hand, basically put his finger into your back passage and check the size of your prostate. It's embarrassing, but it is the quickest and simplest way to see if there is anything wrong. Immediately he was able to say, yes, your prostate is enlarged. It is, in fact, massive. My bladder was clear, but my prostate wasn't. That triggered an avalanche of activity that quite took my breath away in some ways. I had a a bone scan, CT scan and an MRI scan. Everyone in a different hospital, just for speed. I could get an MRI scan quicker in Chesterfield than I could in Doncaster. I think I went to Retford for my CT scan because they could do it quicker. Um, So I got all these tests done and um, I can still remember it. One morning my phone rang at work, my mobile. I went out into the stairwell where most people went to have private conversations and it was my um, nurse specialist who uh, worked on the oncology side of the clinic I'd been to, a lady called Tina, and she phoned and said, John, we've got all your results back and I'm sorry to have to tell you, it is positive for cancer. I'd also had biopsies taken and she said the biopsies show on the right hand side of your prostate it is almost entirely cancer. So we are going to get you back and put you into a treatment plan immediately. Okay. Pops, John, for anybody who's listening who is interested perhaps for very serious reasons, what did it feel like when you first began to have your suspicions when you were first put forward for an emergency appointment within two weeks, what was it like for you at first when you thought, I could be in trouble here? Being an ex-nurse, as soon as he said I put you through for an urgent appointment, I knew there was trouble coming. 
urgent appointments are because there is something wrong. Mm-hmm. They don't put you through just because they like the look of you. They think there's something seriously wrong. They know that there is some or other. I mean, the doctor, the GP I saw, did actually say, we cannot count um, cancer out. We think it probably is. Uh, How does it feel to be in that position? What's it like? Is it something which just suddenly fills the front of your mind? Something that just fills your life? It is. Suddenly you don't think about anything else apart from this one thing? The moment they said it's an urgent appointment, my world turned from colour to grey. And it's really difficult to explain to anyone who's not been there how that statement, you may have cancer, changes your life. I do a lot of do-it-yourself work at home and I've been planning to buy myself a a table saw for cutting wood. Immediately there seemed to be no point. Everything just seemed, why bother? From a faith point of view, I got to the point of, why me? Why does God want me to suffer this? What have I done wrong? And to all our listeners, if you have faith and you are going through this right now, you need to understand It is not that you have done anything wrong. The world is broken. We are broken people. And God will walk through that brokenness with us. But until we reach heaven, he cannot undo that brokenness. And as somebody who has never had that type of experience himself, I can only begin to imagine just how terrifying, how how awful, how just harrowing it must be to know that you could have cancer just that you could have cancer knowing that there is something very serious with you whatever it is anyone facing a terminal illness knows the fear that can overcome you that can take everything you have but we're going to listen to some music music that speaks to the fact that we are no longer slaves We are made free in Christ and it is the song No Longer Slaves by Jonathan Davis and Melissa Helser. You unravel me with a melody You surround me with a song Of deliverance from my enemies Till all my fears I'm no longer a slave to fear I am a child of God I'm no 
I'm not a cancer sufferer. I'm a human being with cancer. I don't suffer every day with cancer. I survive every day with cancer. I thrive every day with cancer. And when I think back to the journey that I've had so far, it has been a roller coaster. It's been up and down, and there have been good days and bad days. You've been listening to my journey through cancer. So I'd like to invite you to join me next week at the same place on the dial at the same time and walk a while with me. And I personally trust it will be a long, long series because I want to be round for a long time. If you've found what you've heard today helpful, if it's brought up issues in your life, then why not phone in to the Flame Studios? If you want to talk to me in particular, then Flame will pass your contact details on to me and I will be happy to talk to you as soon as I can. Jesus, this means everything to me In you I have my true identity Jesus, this means everything to me In you I have my true 